You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode. Episode 149 here today on this beautiful Monday morning here in Australia. Hope you had a great weekend wherever you are in the world, whatever you did. Hopefully you had a happy, healthy and successful weekend with you know great people around you. And as always, it's great to start the week doing the podcast, chatting to you about business and financial mindsets and skill sets hopefully helping you on the pathway to financial freedom. And just quickly, I know for us, it's Monday morning here. Yesterday, we did have a great weekend with Angie running her first ever half marathon. I want to give her a shout out on the podcast because it was something she didn't think she could do, but she surrounded herself with great supportive friends. She got her environment sorted. You know, she set the goals. She got her training under wraps. She got her nutrition under wraps. She set those habits and went out and hit her goal time, finished the race in under her goal time. So, very proud of her. And as always, you know, the key to success in anything is a great environment, positive, supportive people around you, set the goals, chip away each day, create those habits, and then you will get great success. And, you know, sometimes it's, you know, there's ups and downs. She had some knee pain along the way. And, you know, thankfully I was a physio for many years in my previous life. So we're able to get through those little challenges. You know, there were days where it was raining and we had to change training, all that kind of stuff. But in anything, you know, success comes from those habits that we create every day, the great environment around us who are going to push us and support us every day. And then we go from there. Now, speaking of having a great environment around you, events, uh, more and more events are back on, which is so incredible to see. You know, it's been almost two and a half years since kind of the, the everything changed, you know, and let's not go back to two and a half years ago. But, um, you know, there were some challenging times. There were some opportunities uh, with lockdowns and people working from home. There was the opportunity that more and more people looked at what we were doing and were more interested. And a lot of people, you know, their businesses really grew during those lockdowns because suddenly people realized, actually, I do need a plan B. I do need to start taking things more seriously. I do need to have that safety net. And thanks to social media and Zoom and, and people more, you know, willing to accept some of these things, you know, a lot of people did have success. However, we also saw the challenge that, you know, we missed that face to face. We missed being in a room with people and you just can't replicate that. And so we did see people have, you know, there was an initial spike. um, But unfortunately for a lot of people, that spike then dropped because there just wasn't that culture and that fun and the, the glue that holds everyone together that comes from events. Now, some people, you know, continue to grow. Other people have you know, struggled since then and they've kind of come back and, and even business is a little bit slow, which is a shame, but events are back. So like, let's focus on the positives. Obviously, events are coming back and more and more things are happening and people are getting to you know get their recognition. They're able to get the teams together, have those fun social nights, have the great learnings, all those things that are just so important when we talk about having a positive and supportive environment around you. And so today... I want to share a little tip, a, a, a little sort of hack. It's something that Angie and I have done from day one, really. Like when we started going to this business, not day, day one, but certainly very early on, we started doing this business to, you know, really double, triple, quadruple the learnings that we're getting from events. 
because, you know, as much as we're there for culture and community, we're also there to learn. And having never done this before, you know, 10 years ago, we had absolutely no idea what they were doing. Our sponsors were brand new as well. Our up, up, up line were in a different country in a different time zone, you know, so you know, we just had to figure it out. So we were going to lots of events and wanting to learn as much as we could. And so we wanted to learn as much as we could as quickly as possible as well. So we were looking on ways to multiply our learnings at events. And so what I want to talk about is is super quickly is the example of what we call content versus context. Okay. So I want to tell you a quick story first. So story is you're driving home and you know, you're driving home from work. You've had a long day at work. It's, you know, a long, painful day. You're pretty stressed out. You're pretty overwhelmed. You're pretty over it. And you're driving along the highway and then out of nowhere, this young kid in a bright red Ferrari just swerves right across in front of you, cuts you off, and they fly off the highway. Now, you've got to slam on your brakes. You've got to you know, really grip the steering wheel to control the car, and you are fuming. Like, you are frustrated. You've had this horrible day at work, and then this kid has cut you off in their car. You know, young adolescent has cut you off in their car, you know, and they're flying off the, the highway and up the off-ramp, etc. And then you get home, and you're still rattled. You're still frustrated. You're still angry, right? And then the phone rings. And the phone rings, and it's your son. And your son's you know, 18, he's an apprentice at work. Okay. And he says, dad, I don't want you to, I don't want you to worry, you know, mom or dad, I don't want you to worry. He'd say dad to me, but I'm in the hospital. Okay. It's okay. Like everything's okay, but I need you to come down to the hospital. And you say like, what happened? They say, well, I was at work and I, everyone had sort of gone home and I was just finishing up a last couple of things before I clocked out. And I was in the forklift and it flipped and it fell on me. And like the forklift fell on my legs and I, I was crushed and pinned under this forklift and I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to lose my legs. At least I thought I was going to die. And then the only thing that saved me was this young guy happened to be driving past and he saw me and he picked me up and he threw me in his car. Like there was blood everywhere. He had this brand new red sports car that he just bought. He'd saved up all his money and bought this red Ferrari. And there, I like, I ruined his seats. I've ruined his interior. He said he couldn't care less. He just had to get me to hospital. And he drove me to hospital as quickly as he could. And, you know, got me there. And the doctor was like, you know, another minute or two and you would have lost your legs. Now, all of a sudden we have the same story. So, the, the father, like in my case, the father, me, I've driven down, you've driven down the road in your car and you've been cut off by this car. But now we have a completely different context and we see this story in a completely different way. So 10 minutes ago, it was a young kid cutting us off and, you know, what an idiot. Now this young kid has saved your child's legs to save your child's life. And how do you feel about that kid in the Ferrari now, right? So same story, totally different context. And this is what we do in everything. You know, we do it in everything as far as you can send a text message and someone can read it in a very different way. You know, you send a bit of content, but they read it in a different context. And you saw an event, which was a car cutting you off on the highway, and you saw it in one context. And then half an hour later, you saw it in a different context. We can have... You know, a politician stand up on stage and say something and like 50% of the room can be like, that was the greatest speech ever. And 50% of the room saying, what an idiot, (laughs) like, because it's the same content, the exact same speech from the exact same person, but 50% of people absorbed it in one context 
and 50% of people absorbed it in a different context. So it's such an important lesson in so much we do. But if we talk about it today with events, you know, in the subject of how we talk about it today, when you go to an event, you're going to hear the content of the speakers on stage, and then you're going to hear it in your own context. And the reality is that at times that one of the easiest people in the world to convince, probably the easiest person in the world to convince is ourselves. It's actually pretty easy to convince ourselves of something. So you're going to hear the content of the speaker and you're going to absorb it through your own context. And that means you're only going to really absorb a certain amount of the information. And it's probably the information that your brain has cherry picked that it thinks is what's really important. Now, how do you double your learnings is that when you go to events, you make sure that you move around the room all the time. And especially if you go to the event with partners or friends, you don't sit with them. You go off and you move around the room and you sit with other people and you connect and network with them. And after every speech, you talk to them and you just have a quick debrief. Hey, that speaker was amazing. Hey, what did you think? What were your big points that you got out of that speaker? And that was a habit. We were, it was something we were taught to do for Angie and I, like we didn't discover it. We were taught to do it by a speaker. This speaker would constantly move us around the room. And after every sort of big sort of, you know, section of his speech, he'd stop and he'd say, righto, now guys, I want you to talk to each other for two or three minutes and just say about what you absorbed and what that person absorbed, right? And so between each speakers, you want to make that effort to say to the person next to you, hey, what was your big takeaways? What did you think of that speaker? Because they're going to have their own content and they're going to, sorry, they're going to hear the same content, but they're going to have their own context that they filter it through. So you're going to hear a speech and filter it in one way. They're going to hear the same speech and filter it in a different way. But then you can talk to them and they're going to say something and they will say things that you didn't quite pick up on the first time because your brain sort of filtered them out a little bit or just absorbed them differently or they've absorbed it differently with a different experience, with a different mindset, with a different understanding. And they're going to help you put together again the little gaps like we talk about events, you know, there's all the learning and then there's all the social life that fills the gaps in your learnings. That's also how you can fill a lot of those gaps. We get big chunks of information from the speaker and then it's the people you speak to. So, so often at events, we can get in that comfort zone of just always sitting with our partner or always sitting with our best friend or always sitting with our team. And yes, you want to sit with your team from a cultural point of view, from a community point of view, but you've also got the dinners and the parties and all that. So many of the greatest lessons we've learned have come from just turning to the person next to you and having a chat and just, you know, walking down the hallway and you just run into someone in the hallway and you just make the effort, have the intention of going out there and getting to know, excuse me, getting to sort of meet other people, network with them and ask them what they thought of the speaker. What did you learn from such and such up on stage and hear their context? And when you hear other people's context, it really helps with your empathy, with your understanding of understanding how other people in your team are going to absorb things. And in the words of Simon Sinek, you know, once you, if you want to be understood, the first key is understanding other people. Once you stand, understand other people, you are understood better. And so that's how, excuse me, that's how we can drastically improve 
our learnings and multiply what we're learning is actually getting other people to fill in those gaps for us. And so for Angie and I, like where we live, you know, to any sort of, you know, decent event, uh, you know, in our sort of area, it's a good 90 minute drive, 90 to two hour minute drive, like 90 minute to two hour drive. And any kind of plane trip, obviously from Australia is a decent trip. So we always make the fact of we walk in together and we sit together just for like the opening event. And then we go and we sit apart and we talk to people and we connect with people. And I always think back to the very first event we went to. And as I said, we learned this from a speaker actually at the third big event we went to. Like I remember learning it, specifically learning it. But I remember the seed was planted at the very first event because at the very first event, Angie, you know, like <laughs> she was pregnant. And so because she was pregnant, she was quite heavily pregnant at this first event. You know, she had to go to the bathroom a lot. And so I had walked in and she's like, you know, you find a seat and and I'll go off and, you know, I've got to go to the bathroom. And normally had we walked in together, we would have just found like two little seats at the back and sat on our own because we were a bit nervous. Because I walked in on my own, I just saw one other person sitting there on their own. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll just go and sit with this person and introduce myself. Now, that person, we got chatting and, oh, yeah, my wife's just gone to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, my wife's just gone to the bathroom as well. And we're sort of just laughing and chatting. Anyway, introduce ourselves. And he was the number two income earner in the company at the time. And, you know, he's just sitting there waiting for his wife because he's, you know, he's a normal person like all of us. We're all just normal people figuring this thing out. And he's sitting in the event and we got chatting. And again, so much that we learned from that first event. We had this incredible speaker and and speakers. This one, the mind keynote was just absolutely amazing. But it was sitting next to him and just absorbing that information and hearing it from someone who'd been in the industry for 30 years or something, had been in this company for many years, had been in the industry for decades. And he was just filtering it in a different way that I was as someone who'd been in the industry for for 30 minutes. You know, I'd been in there for like a, a handful of minutes. He's been in for decades and he's just filtering this information for me as well and super absorbed. Like it was just this super absorbing moment. We will learn so much. And so it's so simple, guys. It's just about setting the intention. So you know what? I'm going to walk into this event. I'm going to get slightly out of my comfort zone, but I'm going to walk into an event, get out of my comfort zone, and I'm going to go meet other people. I'm going to connect with them. And you could meet the next rock star in your company. You could sit next to the next absolute legend, rising star in your company and you don't even know yet and they don't even really know yet like they're right on the precipice of having this massive breakthrough in your business and you know he or she just turn around and say something to you that just lights up all these light bulbs in your head and that wouldn't have happened if you'd stayed in your comfort zone like if you'd stayed in that one spot you wouldn't have had this you know massive learning moment and and so that's what I wanted to talk about today I want to help you really maximize the event especially you know we we give up time, we go to these events, we we make those sacrifices time-wise and financial, let's really maximize them. Let's really make sure that we get the best bang for our buck. Now, just quickly before I go, I want to recognize our listener of the week, our subscriber of the week, Joy Lynn Nelson. She did a beautiful post up uh, on her wall uh, about the, the podcast, which, you know, greatly appreciated, Joy. So I want to reach out and say thank you for being podcast subscriber of the week. Send me a message, say, hey, I was subscriber of the week for episode 149 and you will win. Let me spin the wheel. 
you will win my investment 101 course. So my investing 101 course, I'm going to send you that. So send me a message to my Instagram at Andrew James Logan. And if you want to be in the uh, in the running to win a prize, I should say, as subscriber of the week, just take a screenshot of your device, tag me in your stories. I'm at Andrew James Logan. Let me know your big light bulb moment, the takeaways, all the things you're learning, uh, and you could be in the running to be subscriber of the week and we'll spin the wheel and give you a prize in future episodes. Anyway, guys, I hope you got value out of today's episode. I hope it's helped. I hope it helps you create greater success and get more value out of the events that you do attend, you and your team. Imagine that multiplication duplicated throughout your team. And we will see you again for episode 150. I've got a great guest coming in for episode 150 on Thursday. Until then, guys, see you soon. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.